This week's episode of One Shot is brought to you by Field Notes. Field Notes brand USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're continuing our Tenra Bancho Zero adventure that we were able to record thanks to our birthday club backer, Rob Stith. Before we get into the episode, I want to take a moment to thank the over 800 backers of Noisy Person Cards. Thanks to you, we have officially funded... For those of you who have only joined us recently, Noisy Person Cards is a party game designed by myself and Cat Cool to encourage using character voices at the table when role-playing. NPC helps you learn voice acting through repetition in a pressure-free environment. We're currently kickstarting the first print run of the 600-card core set of NPC. If my description of the game caught your interest, be sure to head over to Kickstarter right now and search for Noisy Person Cards to learn more. At this point, we have completely funded, so you are guaranteed to get the game. Before we dive in with Tenrabancho Zero, I want to thank our Patreon backers who made this game and all others on the network possible. Stephen Caffrey, thank you. Alex Johnson, thank you. Eben Lindsay, thank you. Rob Townsend, thank Thanks, you. Rob. Adam Blackhat, thank you so much. Andre Ortiz, thank you. Andre is, a, is definitely a golden ticket winner. Andre, you are a golden ticket winner. You should get back to us ASAP. Jimmy Pritz, thank you so much, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Chris Clemus, thank you. Justin Mazout, Mazout? Mazout? No, M-A-Z-O-U-A-T. Mazout? 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 Justin! Justin, thanks! (laughs) Michael Ben Silva III. Thank you so much. Alex Roberts. Hey, Alex. Thank you and welcome aboard, Welcome to the network. Armand Kosian. Thank you. Mark Booth. Thank you. Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Susan Knight. Thank you. Thanks, Susan. Mark D. Penman. Mark is another cartoonist who Ooh. lives across the pond. <laughs> Don't say that ever again. That's Why? Not... I shouldn't say that across for people who the live pond. across the pond. Ew. Andrew Blake. By which I mean the Atlantic Stop Ocean. Stop it yet. That's gross. <laughs> Andrew Bleeker, thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks again to all of our backers on Patreon. You make everything that we do on this show possible. And a special thanks to Rob Stith, who made this specific series possible by requesting Ten Bancho Zero for his birthday game and allowing us to record it. Our Patreon backers are responsible for all sorts of improvements to our network, including our brand new Twitch setup, which you'll be able to see in action this thursday at 8 p.m central standard time when we'll be playing hearts blazing if you like what we do here at one shot please consider heading over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and throwing a few dollars our way right now one shot has over 10,000 listeners and if all of you gave us just two dollars a month to support what we do i'd be able to quit my day job which would mean a lot more one-shot. Podcasting, streaming, conventions, game design, you name it, and we would do it. Thanks again to everyone who supports us already. You are making our dreams come true. And for that, I can't thank you enough. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. 
I imagine this is like you standing up and tipping it back, and your horns My can horns. now be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. The, I have a giant <laughs> circle behind me with mm-hmm. the comedic large hat. I come from the Kiyu village. Our people are. Well, I've heard that that we've been peaceful before. And like there is a silence in the crowd. You can feel there is like sort of a wavering indecision. And you can tell uh, Shin like looks at you with like anger all of a sudden, like like a flash of anger. And you don't know why. And then the village elder again puts her hands up. It is true. There has been peace between our peoples for generations. And we would all do well to remember that, especially in times of strife. I assume young lady that you are traveling with this monk i am he found me and helped me as i was fleeing my village in flames and i it would serve well for everyone here to note we share that pain in our history very recently so and you can tell like there are a lot of people who are hating the things that the village elder is saying right now it's apparently very quickly evident. I appreciate your offer of aid, monk, but I believe it would be best if you and your protege were to take your leave as quickly as possible. Why? Because the people that they've been taking from this village are killing my people? Young lady, I have been around for quite some time now. I have seen many seasons. Perhaps one day, when you are as old as I, you will understand that certain difficult decisions must be made. To protect these people, and to protect yourselves, you must take your leave now. For my part, I would go, to speak reason to these madmen. But, if you're to refuse my aid, let the injured refuse for themselves. (laughs) <laughs> and if uh if you want me to do a persuasion roll toward the crowd yeah with that definitely uh, please do that i'm gonna spend these uh ki yeah, to yeah. boost my persuasion skill i think it's three right to to boost the skill temporarily oh to boost the skill temporarily yes okay all right so so i'm gonna go up to a three skill and that increases that. your karma by three and yeah that is an important thing uh, for you to record yeah. <laughs> uh where is there just a place to count your total karma because there's karma cost but that's uh, well whatever that's that's the same thing i mean there's this karma is that karma section? oh yeah, yeah 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 my bad <laughs> probably the giant box that says karma on it what do you think james <laughs> we're learning uh so so, so that would be that's uh, an overwhelming that would be success. five successes yeah. on the persuasion. <laughs> so like you can tell there there are people who are sick and tired here on top of being hungry. The village elder again is being pushed back against the crowd. Very well. You may take the time to treat wounded as you see fit, but I would advise you and your protege both to leave this place as soon as you are able. I wish to see no more violence. Once I soothe what pain I can, we'll trouble you no further. Very well. Women of able body, men with knees that can still walk. And you can see a couple of people like perk up from the crowd. You are the first to be treated, and you must go and hunt as quickly as possible. 
Um, you can see people looking around uneasily. The older men will guide you, but it is with young arms that you will be hunting. Remember, the village is counting on you all. We come together for these reasons. Uh, and with that, she retreats back to her home. Uh, and you can see, like, there are some women who look like they are have recently seen some rough time. The older men do not look as injured, but, you know, they are still sort of stressed out and hurt. They are the first in line. There are women who need more help, who look like they are more injured, but for one reason or another, they are at the back of the line that has set up before you for, for healing and treatment. Hmm. In effect... I can completely heal someone's vitality. Maybe not like the worst of critical wounds. It depends mm-hmm. on the role. Right. But I can heal one person every five hours in, okay. in like the magical complete way. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm going to be doing like really crappy first aid rolls. Do you have anything? Probably, probably not in this uh, vein. I have two first aid. Oh, hey, that's actually better that's than That's actually me. pretty good. Uh, I mean, rolled with senses. The question that I then have is, is there a mechanic for aiding someone in their checks? Yes, there is. Uh, because also... That normally comes up in battle, but I yes, think I think that having me facilitate, but you very visibly as being an Oni the being the one who helps them is going to be good. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Well, or it's going to stir up some shit. Yeah. Which is also good. Which is also good. <laughs> good on a different metatextual level, <laughs> perhaps. But So the aid mechanic in Tenrabancho Zero is called Cheer On. And essentially, instead of adding to somebody's chance of success for an action, you're giving them an Akichit to succeed later on. Mm. And it's merely describing how you, through one of your fates, mostly a relationship-based fate, are engaging with this character's action. So it's not really increasing Kat's chance of success. It will give her, you know, more Akichits that she'll be able to use later on. Should we have made new fates in between scenes? You you could have. It's not something that you're required to do. I believe we determined the person with the highest skill in this situation right now would be uh, Mihal with her first aid role. Okay. Um, now, Yuta can cheer you on, uh, and that just essentially gives you an Akichit, and he has to describe how he is helping you. Absolutely. Um, and it would be best if he did that in the lens of one of his fates. Okay. Well, one of my fates is protecting Michal now mm-hmm. that I, I mean, I met this child out in the woods in a terrible way, uh, just suffered a bad tragedy. And, you know, I sensed quite a bit of animosity toward her and the fact that she's Oni in this situation. And I more or less am going to buy turns with sort of graciousness and with a bit of sternness try to deflect the worst of the racism mm-hmm. uh, off of her and point out to the people that she is very skilled and is able to help them in a way that even I cannot. That sounds good. Give, give her an Aki. Thank you. But I can't use you the can't Aki use now. It. I can Not just use them in the future. Hopefully, after yeah. this scene, I'll be able to transform some of them. Although, could she not CI. use a fate roll in this scene? She could use a fate roll in this scene, but we determined that the applicable fate is probably lower than, yeah, than would be helpful. Aid. Yeah. Okay. But she managed to get three successes on that. Nice. <laughs> so Good. you do a fantastic job. 
Uh, this is some next level healing stuff. What is common for healing Oni is miraculous to healing humans. Not only do they breed faster, they just, you know, live faster and work faster. So the semi magical healing techniques uh, that are common to your people are a blessing in this situation. And those people, those, that long line of people that, that were battered and hurt um, before are looking much stronger and healthier and the more severely injured people are at least on the mend. It was an impressive feat. The very last person in the village is the person is Shin himself. Uh, he comes up and he's actually been pushed forward by an older woman, someone who is too old to be his mother, but has enough of a, familial resemblance to him that it must be a member of his family and he sort of like darkly sits down and glowers uh while you work uh spreading a paste on the bruise on his side you can oh he has it on his side i thought it was his face on, on the side of his face okay on the side of his face uh you can also tell uh as you start like checking him over uh which does of course involve you touching him yeah that one of his ribs was bruised. It's not cracked, but it was bruised. Thankfully, your first aid healing is going to be able to address that injury. Your, uh, your ribs hurt. I'm fine. No, you're not. So you should let me treat it. He reluctantly uh, moves his arm away from uh, his chest that he was, you know, covering to protect the rib and allows you to unbutton his shirt. And you can see that the bruising is much, much worse lower down on his body. He was struck in the face, but he was definitely thrown to the ground and kicked. What did this to you? The mainlanders. But they did it because of them. And he says that very pointedly looking at Mihal. Someone's actions, particularly their violent ones, are their own responsibility. Well, they're here because of them, and and they came to us because they were looking for them. And people are only gone. People are only gone because people remember them being nice. But I don't remember that, and I don't see why we should have to suffer for it. I'm going to immediately drop to my knees in mm -hmm. front of this child and projecting calm as much as i can mm -hmm. take his face between my hands and and say to him shin i am going to find the people who have gone missing i am going to bring them back or i will be dying in the attempt do you understand what i'm saying to you and you can tell that there is a storm raging in this boy all the calm that you project cannot hope to overcome teen hormonal rage yes um, yes of course not as he swipes his hand away i don't need you to do it for me because i'm gonna do it myself you i, I poke into his huge Ooh. bruise no you're not he looks at you he's so mad <laughs> they didn't leave to take us they took people so that they could find you yeah but you said that people are gone because we were nice my father and many others in the village refused to tell them where the Jiao Yu were. They're only gone, and our grain stores were stolen and burned because people wouldn't tell them where they were. I've never seen an Oni, and Oni's never done anything for me. I don't have a father because they protected you. 
I'm <laughs> I'm really true. I'm really sitting here trying to figure out whether I want to heal this person or not because if I heal him he's, he's going to go die. Gonna go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's currently spreading a poultice on his side uh and like uh you know, putting like a tape over it to to firmly keep the rib in place. Well, I don't have a father because because people take us as resources because they they harvest us. <laughs> you like spit say completely not believing you and 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 yuta gives you a very questioning look but not disbelief just a a deep confusion with a (laughs) a hint of some sort of really (laughs) deep-seated concern yeah yeah what what do you mean they say they take you because you're monsters well if we were monsters then why would your people have left to have defended us because my father's a fool your father's a compassionate man, which is more than can be said for for you. Listen, I- nobody asked what you thought, and he like gets up <laughs> and runs away. Sorry, it's not going to make your job easier. <laughs> I, hmm. Sorry, Utah. Sorry. He's, Says Cat, not yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's he's a mess. He's he's Kylo running about it. He go hacks up a hut. <laughs> well, we need to talk about this resources yes you i'm sure you understand you you said it with such certainty but i the i am certain i know i've seen them do it they they open us up and they they they're they're taking our organs and i don't know why i don't know what they're doing with them but that's what they're using us for we don't hurt people we don't do any of that no no i i know i know listen the the population of this island, if your people were a tenth as savage as many people say, there wouldn't be colonists here. I'm not saying that there's anything to those stories. I'm just, how can something like this be going on with no one the wiser? And why? What what possible purpose could there be in such barbarities? And then you see people in the village start to run about. So th- there's a lot of calling for the elder and you can see a faint trail of smoke billowing up from one of the cleared paths towards the village. Uh, the main one that's larger and looks like it's trod on more than most. There's a heavy commotion of people running about. And the elder exits when she sees you. She makes her way over in his hurry. Leave now. This is your final warning, monk. Take your oni and go. Faced with the split-second decision, he looks to where Shin ran and just sort of sadly shakes his head and motions for Mihal to follow him, and they they get out, I think. Yeah, I think so. kind of want to see what this is. Well, I have a very good reason to want to stay and see what this is. Yeah. But I'm assuming that you guys were staying to see what this is. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. Just gonna gonna <laughs> go and uh Oh no, a bunch of intrigue is gonna happen and you guys don't get to see it uh-huh. and I'm gonna force you to not be there. No. <laughs> so you you have been told to leave. Obviously, how do you react to that? So we politely leave. Mm-hmm. As soon as nobody seems to be looking at us, uh Mihal grabs uh Yuta and pulls him behind something. Mm-hmm. If more people are coming to harass them, I need to know that they don't tell them where the gel you are. It seems like they're near the breaking point on that. I'm not sure what help I can offer. I I need to talk to these people. I don't know why, but I really, I know that there's something that I know that should matter to them. 
I guess I just have to hope that when we get something falls into place, I, I wish that I was better explaining these things. But Are all humans so bad at talking? <laughs> In my short experience, definitely not. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to climb up there and watch them. Don't give me away. No, I'll make myself conspicuous so that you're less so. Okay, uh, so I'm going to need a stealth roll of some variety. I can use stealth. Yep. I believe you've got three. Yeah. Oh, hey. Out of and eight to roll. That's, Ooh, yeah. That's, that's from Child of War uh, archetype. Clearly she has hidden from things. Um, yeah, I am... What's what's his name? Oh, crap. I had a cool name for... Um... um yeah, uh, Jarm Hall is my dad. He taught me stuff. He's cool. So I see two successes, two successes, which is, again, a really triumphant success. Okay, so I pull the the hat, the straw hat, down far over my head, and then I sneak up into a thing that is like a straw, the, a thatched roof mm-hmm. that has like a pinky brick thing where the their fireplace is. So oh man, so yeah. it's just out of control. Yeah, <laughs> you're 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 within the village, and like it's it is. Miyazaki doing the Cheshire Cat is, oh. is your hiding effect. It looks really cool of how you sort of blend in with the environment. And it's the sort of thing where Utah, like looking for you, must concentrate to make himself remember mm-hmm. that you are there. Mm. And then you hear something that makes your heart grow cold. The roaring of machines. Mm. Motors spitting out their black, inky hatred into the air. It's a slow-moving caravan, so it approaches just growing ever louder as it gets near. You can feel your heart pumping in your chest. Uh, Utah, there, there is something, uh, that echoes in your memory of this. Perhaps it's the smell of the machine smoke itself tied so close to memory. It's making faint images come up in your head, but none that you can really make settle down and stay in place. Now I'm going to utilize something that this, that we do all the time in campaign, but this system very specifically recommends as an option. Kat, I am going to ask you to play Elder Hanabe in this scene. Oh, okay. She is very much the character that you've seen so far. Yes. She is a responsible and Hanabe pow- sensei. I got her. Yeah. So she is not going to bend. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that you need to know. Mm. And the machine men make their way to town. Uh, you recognize these as Kijin. Uh, both of you, like with your general awareness of the world, know what a Kijin is. For the benefit of our audience, Kijin are men who have sacrificed parts of their souls to, to bond their flesh with machines. It makes them strong warriors, not quite as strong as samurai. Anakin Skywalker. Yes. Oh, man. They're, they're not quite as strong as the armors or samurai that uh, walk this world, but they are a force to be reckoned with, especially in numbers. And that is what you are seeing now. This is a small unit. Uh, they are flying the provincial flag of the mainland forces. They are definitely connected in some way to the controlling government that has branched out to this island. Um, you also see that symbol. 
that symbol that was found in the wreckage of your village and that symbol that means something to you along with another symbol uh, that faintly ties to your memory. It looks to be like a very stylized gear, mm. um, but you don't know much about that. These uh, guys really are Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a stylized gear. Yeah. Come on. What's the other one? So the stylized gear is the one that you guys don't really recognize. Uh, the first one is akin to an Imperial seal. Okay. Okay. So a uh, like a... Like a flower, probably. Or a citrus of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. There is, and you see this caravan. These are strange medieval Mad Maxi looking men. They have spiky elements of machine and motors uh, jutting out of their bodies. The leader uh, appears to be a heavy set man who has a muffler just sticking Ew. out of his shoulder. <sighs> constantly billowing Yuck. smoke oh jesus uh it looks like a piece of metal is grafted to his head you can see large screws turned into his scalp cap and there's an artificial mohawk that is growing out of that you can see the hair on his temples that he is balded and he has a large tattoo uh that's on the fleshy part of his head and you can see the design is continued into the metal. It has been carved in to the metal so that he has this full body tattoo all over him. They appear to be carrying weapons. You can see that they indeed have swords. There is a large barrel of a gun on this strange cart device that they have with them. Uh, but they are all men. They are all, I'd say, ranging between the ages of their uh, late teens and uh, mid thirties. Mm-hmm. They are of fighting age. They look like people who fight. The few things that you know uh, about the government is that these would not be the regular government forces. Sure. These would be mercenaries hired right. by the government. Okay, so they. They don't even look unified in any capacity. No, they they really don't. Uh, they are flying the fa- the flag of the mainland government, sure. but the larger, more prominent flag is their own militia unit, right? Um, which is that stylized gear. Okay. Oh boy! Well, I assume that the creatures inside of Utah are urging him toward a confrontation with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so Utah is just going to quickly pick up a good sized walking stick uh from the nearby you know a nearby lumber pile or something like that and yeah. uh and assume the the, uh, the the outward affect of of a very simple if not a bit doddering old uh, buddhist monk and just start walking down the road towards this column of people yeah um before you though is elder hanabe who has, you know, the older men at her side, they uh, appear to have in their hands size. An interesting fact about size, size are converted farming equipment, Mm -hmm. and they were one of the most effective weapons in uh, Japan simply because it was something that could be wielded easily by a peasant and actually worked quite well for defense against swords and spears. Mm -hmm. Uh, So these men uh, are are people who have seen battle uh, who are flanking Hanabe, but they are also much older than the 
mechanical monsters that are in front of you. The heavy set one who appears to be in charge of the unit removes a cigar from his mouth uh, and spits smoke into the air out in front of him. He breathes it in along with the diesel fumes that are being spouted from his shoulder. Elder Hanabe. Have we have I met him already? Yes. <laughs> What's his name? Um <laughs> you can come up with a name right now. Uh, What's an evil sounding Japanese name? They're like they're all things like Miramoto, you know? Yeah, they're really Miramoto is a good guy. Yeah, but that's Yeah, about the... that, James. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I mean like his name should be Tetsuda. Tetsuda? He can be Tetsuda. Because that is metal yeah. in the fields. Like, so this, the idea of converting what is natural to what is artificial. Yeah. Tetsura. Yeah. Tetsura, you came earlier. Nothing's changed. I know the iron heart of the elder would not be moved. I merely wish to return a gift to you. And there are two men who go over to the cart and throw off uh, long bound packages that hit the ground with a thud. It is only right for your clan to bury their dead. How big is the package? It is like two or three bodies that have been thrown down onto the ground. Here's the thing about playing this person. Mm -hmm. I don't have all of the knowledge to be able to do that. Like, Well, you can make assumptions. You are a person in this position. Yeah. So you know things and you can sort of lead the scene in that direction. The only thing that's important really is what this person is going to do. You've seen this scene a thousand times in other things. Okay. Yeah. Elder Elder Hanabe nods to one of the men mm-hmm. who moves off and then uh women from the village come to the thing and so, uncover yeah. the 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 boys, I assume. How yeah. how old are they? Uh you know, they are in their late teens, early twenties. And how have they been killed? It looks like they were beaten. These men were strong. They endured many questions. And the answer seemed to be that only the elder would be able to reveal the information we seek. We only wish to protect your village from the monsters that live in these woods. It would behoove everyone to simply cooperate with the mainland government, and we can all return to our peaceful lives. Unless the mainland government has something to offer than death, we will not be doing business. <sighs> Elder Hanabe, you must know that we will locate the Jalyu whether you aid us or not. However, it is in your hands and your hands alone to decide if your village should benefit from us discovering the Jalyu. We have the ear of the governor, and the new governor, I can assure you, is very interested in reforming tax policy. Is this a good time for you to, to like hobble up the road yeah, at this please. point? You're much more important. Uh, than- walking stick. Um, he's going to be in that common anime tropey mode of eyes always closed, smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like that, that sort of. And he's going to just sort of hobble his way up to where these people are conversing. And does anyone react to him coming? Like, he seems to be in his own little world, just kind of. 
Yeah, the, like, like just just in a metronomic measured pace, just walking down this road with a big smile and 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 not a care in the world. You can see some of the lieutenants on either side of Tetsuda are like brace and like notice and like nudge him a little bit, and he turns his attention uh, and sees the monk wandering up. Who is this man? Identify yourself, monk. Well. I- You've just identified me. I'm simple traveling monk. He's passing through. Look at look at how beautiful a day it is. Why all these why all these hard feelings? Why Surely they teach you in your monasteries, monk. Part of your duty is to mind your business. I have business with Elder Hanabe. Me and my men will be merely passing through much like yourself. He takes a closed eye sweep of the surroundings and looks at these beaten bodies mm-hmm. and uh and looks back to Tetsuda and says I'm afraid that in this regard you may be lacking in credibility passing through seldom in my experience involves beating men to death and you can see one of the lieutenants at his side like sort of grins and pulls his sword and the other people in the unit are like sort of snickering about the violence that is about to happen and tetsuda himself smiles as he takes another drag on his cigar Uh, perhaps monk you do you lack the education that i think is so necessary and practical for your kind to have my sect is unorthodox Then allow us to inform you. We are here as representatives of the mainland government. We are here to detain and remove monsters that have been threatening this clan in the woods for generations. Uh, These men here were recently drafted into the military, and he kicks one of the bodies. Uh, I am sad to say... Did not make it through basic training. Loyalty is an important part of our unit. My, my, monsters in the woods, you say? That seems, that seems very serious. What, what are these monsters? Uh, I, I'm traveling in this area alone, and you can see that I'm defenseless. I uh, should be aware of the things that might befall me. Uh, what, 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 what order of monks are you part of again? Uh, Ebon Mountain Path. Ebon Ma- it's like the, they're just the Unitarian Universalist Buddhist monks. Yeah, like, they're the cool, they're, they're the they, cool they're monks. The cool like, monks. Like, like, they really are. <laughs> they also comprise like 1% or something like that of the, of the population <laughs> of monks. Surely even monks of the Ebon Mountains must have been instructed of the danger of the demons lurking on these aisles. Stories of Oni stealing children, eating children, partaking of the flesh of human beings has not reached your monastery? If this is true, then you are very lucky. Eating the flesh? Yes, I've I've heard such things, but I've been fortunate in my travels to have many interactions on a personal level with the Oni, and uh, fortunately, I can I can set your mind at ease, sir. There's there's nothing to be worried about. The Oni are perfectly peaceful. Ah, I see. Look upon this poor man. Uh, he calls out to like the villagers who are all sort of watching from hiding places. He has been afflicted by 
the mind-altering powers of the demons of the wood. With their spells, they have turned a monk of rational thought and great station to the wandering mess you see before you. They have ensorcelled him, tricked him with their lies, and seduced him. There is hope, though, and the man with the sword approaches you. We will cleanse you of your misfortune, monk. We will save you from the lies of the demons. Watanabe, help this man. And you can see the young warrior approach you. Mm -hmm. Um, He has his sword out, but he takes a look at it and goes, I don't think this will be necessary. Um, Oh, my God. He sheathes his sword. (laughs) Just let it happen. Just let it happen. It's beautiful. Unwraps the bandages on his arm. And you see quite recently... His flesh has been intermingled with a machine-powered arm. He grabs a ripcord with his still-human arm and pulls it. (laughs) (laughs) It starts up, and uh, he makes a fist and then opens it, and smoke billows out of his fist. This is far more appropriate. I wouldn't want to kill him. Just teach him a lesson. And so now we're going to enter a round of combat. Mm-hmm. Combat is really simple. It moves off of agility. Oh, mm-hmm. Whoever has the higher agility will go first. Cool. Well, mine's crap. <laughs> five. Oh, this one's is five as well. Ooh, do we roll off? Or? Uh, actually, it goes to senses. What are your senses? Five. This this one's senses are five as well. <laughs> LOL, LOL, all right. Uh, so then it goes to body. Five. Also five. God damn it. <laughs> I, I forget the rest of the order, and I could look it up, but I think it's better to roll off in this okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fine by me. Just a single D6. Five. I've got a five. Oh, my God. Fives. <laughs> fives all the way down. Five. One. Okay. All right. So I didn't want to go first anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's much better for him to go first. Uh, he is going to make an unarmed combat roll using his body. And yeah, go ahead and describe what he does because I think I'm probably going to just let him. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, cool. So. Oh, gross. The weapon that he is using against you is a Vraja Claw. I don't know exactly what that is, but it sounds horrifying. <laughs> like, is it just some sort of, like, hideous uh, metal pumpkin head vibro claw thing? I think, like, yeah, that's what he has on his fingers. Yeah. Um, they How might, is it spelled? Uh, V-A-J-R-A. Oh, Vajra. That's, like, Vajra. that's from some sort of mythology. I've heard that word before. Vajra. I don't know it. It was actually referenced in a horrible 80s uh, like cyberpunk anime called Genocyber. A thunderbolt or mystical weapon, especially one wielded by the god Indra, the storm oh. god of... of uh, okay. Bo- it's a, it's a, yeah. He's a syncretic like Buddhist and Hindu deity. Yeah. Not the nicest looking fellow. No. Spooky. Yeah. Very uh, cool. So it's 
Yeah, I mean, it's probably some sort of like electric powered yeah. claw thing. So you you can see here's yeah, this is definitely what happens. He unfolds his fingers and they're each tipped with little round balls. So what you would expect to be like some mangled monstrosity of pointy claws and, and uh, hinges is instead ending in these smooth bore of balls on the end of his fingers and then once the engine is finished sparking up, they are all small Tesla coils yeah. arcing lightning between mm-hmm. them. And he just takes a swipe against you to hit you. And he only rolls one success. Or right. actually two successes. All right. So I am just going to let it happen. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to hit me full on however he wants. So five damage is coming at you. All right. I will take all that damage to wounds. I will take one heavy wound and four light wounds. Oh, my God. Oh, the camera zooms over to Milhal, who's like. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to find out this way. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Okay. So uh, where does he hit me? So actually, that's something that I think you should determine. Okay. I think he palms my head. Just. Just because this is a heavy wound. Mm-hmm. And so he's just going to fry me to death is his is his yeah. intention. He'll pick you up then uh, with, with that. Like his his arm is exaggerated. Uh, his fingers are enough to like probably with a little bit of vicious digging in, just grab you and lift you off the ground. Uh, you can see smoke start to billow out of your body. Yeah. I, as and, the and flesh the, is being cooked as as this is happening, he will he will see. It's probably too close for mm-hmm. like for anyone else to see, but he will see a strange phenomenon taking place that looks like, you know, soba noodles boiling under my skin. Oh God! Or actually, I think you should drop to the ground. He drops you to the ground, uh, and you look like a smoking corpse before that happens. I actually want to, okay, dis- despite the fact that I let him hit me. Mm-hmm. I want to bend the rules in a way that's negative to me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like letting him just hit me. But I want to counterattack. Okay. As often will happen, you know, the the closed eye guy, mm-hmm. his 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 uh, unassuming smile becomes a smirk, mm-hmm. and his eyes open, and he says, "As a follower of the immovable Lord of Light, I have vowed not to harm any living thing. But you have afforded me some options." And I just blast my fist through his mechanical arm, uh, severing it from his body. Very cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is an attack for you. Yeah. What this is is I, I roll. I, I I but I want to roll it as a counterattack because he hurt me, so mm-hmm. it doesn't violate my uh, my taboo. Okay. Oh, I see what you're doing. Uh, All right. So you're essentially, even though your counterattack is most likely going to be more successful than his attack, you wanted to take the damage anyway. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay. Right. I didn't want to actually cancel his attack because so, I wanted him to prove that he had killing intent mm-hmm. for sure. Like I want to always give them the choice up to the last second, basically. Cool. Uh, so I will be rolling a, it's a counterattack. That is treated as if they had zero successes for the attack. And yeah, so here we go. And it's uh, fours and below. So I have nine successes. <laughs> oh, and, boy. Uh, yeah, and sheesh. Fist of Akala at my rank gives me plus four damage to unarmed. So that is 13 points of damage. 
Okay. And and that, but I am concentrating it all to the artificial parts of his body. I'm yes. not, I I will be leaving his flesh completely untouched. I I think That's so cool. So, what does this attack look like cuz you are taking off this arm. This arm is gone. How is it gone? My fist it it's weird because it looks it looks slow. Mhm. But there is something more than physical force behind this. There's uh, maybe to those sensitive to this sort of spirituality, uh, there would be a corona of of mm. of key around my around my fist. And as, I think uh, Mihal can easily see that. Yes, well, yeah, I can certainly see that. A, an, any Oni would be able to to see this. So there, so there is a there is a deep still power like a mountain that now moves and this this seemingly lazy uh hmm. swing of of the fist into like the the elbow mm-hmm. of, of this arm there's just a thunderclap and a rending crash of metal and wire being just you know shredded apart mm-hmm. and uh, th- there yeah there is that metal scream that intermingles with a human scream as uh this arm is snapped clean off uh, and falls from your chest. You can see everyone can see the areas where uh, your clothes were burned away by the intense electricity uh, and the metal balls digging into your flesh. And you have that sort of massive burn mark on yourself. Uh, there are areas where your ribs have clearly been popped out mm-hmm. and and like just messed up askew and i'm smoking like there's smoke rising off of me yet you're still standing and that is when the bubbling of uh Mm -hmm. mass of your flesh starts what does that look like uh well it it looks in point (laughs) of fact like a bunch of crazy worms crawling around underneath my skin and grabbing hold of things like you'll see little uh, little centipede-looking uh, creatures pop mm-hmm. out of my side, grab the ends of my ribs, and pull them back in. And with tiny spider silk-like uh, actions with their mandibles, re-knit. just completely re-knit my flesh, but perfectly not not with a scar or a stitch, but but like it, it, perfection. Yeah, and uh, you even even above the screams, you can hear the organic popping as his body is mended before your eyes. It's pretty horrifying. Meanwhile, like uh, Wantanabe is grabbing the stump where his arm was. There is a small trickle of blood because parts of that arm were bound to his flesh, but mostly a spewing of black oil is shooting up where the arm was disconnected. He falls to the ground and is rolling around. Uh, most of the warriors look surprised. Their hands are on weapons. The large cannon has been rotated to face you. Um, but uh, Tetsuda raises a hand lazily and again uh, puffs on his cigar before he casts it off to the side. I see you have made an interesting choice today, monk. Elder Hanabe, I will take my leave. You have taken great pains to offend me today, and I want you to think about that before I return tonight. There is still mercy in my soul. If you deliver to me the location of the Jiao Yu, you may have your remaining men. 
return. But I will also, to spare you additional pains, require the head of this man offered to me. That is enough. He starts the caravan up and they turn the other way. To start I'll there. shout after them. Mm-hmm. As I said, I will harm no living thing. But when you return, you would do well to behave as men rather than machines. I have heeded your word, monk. I know you are a coward. And he continues to laugh on his way. They have taken Watanabe with them, but they did it by like wrapping a chain around his feet and just sort of dragging him behind the caravan instead of picking him up to bring him back. Oh man. I mean, I feel like cinematically that has to happen, but I like Yuta feels that that's super unacceptable. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, like he may actually try to help. Uh, you are definitely allowed to do that. I'm not going to stop you if you try. Like, he just, he gives a world-weary shake of his head mm-hmm. and rushes past, like, uh, rushes after them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not okay. It's a simple tra- chain with your martial arts prowess. You would be able to break it if you wanted. And so do they, re- like, what do they see? What do they react? Um, if you, like, with a flash of your hand like and there's that that black screen with oh, the yeah. l- oh, line yeah. of light yeah. is chink. the the chain is cut and again the procession pauses uh Wantanabe whose skin has been rubbed raw by the road a little bit is still screaming about I heal his him. arm mm-hmm. yeah i heal him mm-hmm. immediately and healing healing prayer uh what kind of wounds does he have uh he's got several large scrape wounds and you need to uh fix the areas where his arm was bounded to the machine that don't have a machine home anymore. You basically have to stitch it up and cap it off. Well, I've got magic. Yeah. So it's, it's I think it's easy for you to do that. Yeah. I mean, um, it just depends on like what level of wound technically. And there, there uh, it looks like uh, some of the unit wants to approach to stop you. And uh, um, oh, there's oh. With, with this roll, there's mm-hmm. no way that he would have any wounds left. Yeah, he, uh, like so. Some of the unit wants to, mm-hmm. but it left a chain. So, th- so there was a chain dragging behind that was dragging behind to to bring him with them. Yuta breaks the chain yeah. and starts healing the man. Right, and then people approach from whatever direction to stop Yuta from saving him. And uh, telekinetically, I grab the chain to whip the men. Who are coming <laughs> well, to like, approach him? The chain like uh, lashes up uh, uh, in a, under its own power, and they freeze for a second and start looking around, seeing what could have caused that. And Tetsuda says, "Leave him. He failed anyway. This man has a heart of flesh. You have hearts of oil and iron. He is no longer fit to join our ranks." If this is the choice he has made, leave him to his fate. And the others sort of like back away. They are freaked out. And you can't tell if Tetsuda is similarly freaked out because he has that air of command about mm-hmm. him. Uh, the procession the goes chain. on. Even thank, you. Uh, thank, thank I'm out of blue to give you. <laughs> <laughs> you were able to heal Watanabe, you know, w- w- with your power uh, fairly completely. However, he has just undergone an incredibly traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. So he is passed out. Um, right. But. 
no longer in danger of dying and looking much better. Uh, his flesh has a pinker hue than it did even before he was injured. Oh, that's so nice. Um, well, Yuta will just pick him up and start making his cumbersome way back. No need for the walking stick anymore, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess I'm face to face with, uh, Elder Hanabe. Then. Yeah. And uh, I will resume, resume control of Hanabe. You should not have done that monk. This man deserves to live just like everyone else. I speak not of him, but of your foolhearted idea of defending our village. They would have come. They would have caused a ruckus, but they would have left us alone. If, now, unless we present to them both the Jaliu and yourself, I have no faith that a single child will still draw breath by the end of this night. If my choice was foolish, if defending those who would offer no harm is foolish, reason has no use. She bops you on the head. Ow! Why do all monks think such ways? <laughs> I am not speaking of reason. I am not speaking of spirits. I am speaking of men and women of flesh and blood who stand before you. And it is your action that has put them at risk. I have worked tirelessly to protect this village. And now it seems the only way they will be spared is if we compromise on our own spiritual bond the men around her like look grim elder hanabe i will present my head to them myself and they will find it terribly disagreeable that is your wish then so be it but i am forced to give up the location of the jaliu there is no other way you can I fight <laughs> off of the roof <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> standing on the roof the 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 hat like flies down into the middle of the square mm -hmm. and yeah like there there are people looking around sort of questioningly because like they're they're torn you know they've just seen this monk tear through the arms of one of those monsters without breaking a sweat and they saw his own body knit himself back together after receiving a wound that would have killed anyone. But they're also afraid. And, you know, very few of these people are people who are of fighting age. Uh, and those that are, are, are women, which traditionally in this society, at least this corner of the society, because Tenrobancho Zero has women warriors all across the setting. But in this provincial village life, not so much, you know, that they're, they're hunters, uh, and have other trades, but fighting is traditionally not one of them, but they all look to their elder who is grim and then appearing on like in the distance on one of the, uh, like coming out from one of the houses is a boy who has a spear like weapon that is really just a modified uh, farm tool that has had affixed to it uh, a spear's head. Um, he is wearing a kimono that uh, has been cut down uh, to fit him that is black and red. And he's standing there defiantly. I will fight. <laughs> Shut up, Shin. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you. 
You know this land better than they do. You're farming implements. They can be weapons. We can create traps and make this place ready before nightfall. I am the daughter of Jarm Hall. And she bams her her war club down onto the um the roof. This was for your fight earlier, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, that's the so how often do these reset? They they will reset at the end of this scene, which is coming quite soon. Okay, okay. so I expended all of mine. So yeah. I gave him three before, so mm-hmm. I'm done with them. I mean until... you, you don't have to be done with them. You can give as much as you want. What I mean is like the three is like your quota. You're trying to hit. Three. Oh, but I can You're, keep giving them, giving them, so I can give you for the fight. And uh, yes. yeah, uh, and and it says in the book actually that it's like technically players could give too much, but really the GM should just kind of not care. That makes sense. Uh, because, I wanted to give you one the for the fight. Because the benefits that you get and one from it uh, do cost you. Cool. Uh, in karma, so it's it's really fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's saved these lands from invaders for years? For hundreds of years, I know how to fight. My people knew how to fight before the invaders from afar came because we weren't unified. But if you defend your land, we could change that. And there's a murmuring, like your words have sort of sunk in. And the women who were hunting, like uh, one of them, you know, takes her rabbits and, and hands it off to a pregnant woman. Her shoulders are broad, her legs are thick, and her arms are bulky and strong. She grabs... What weapon should she have? She's got a bow. She's got a bow uh, strung across her shoulders um, and some rough arrows that looks like they have been used more than more than twice uh-huh. um, on her back. Uh, and she's, of course, got a large band-aid across her nose. I stand with these strangers. I'm not going to allow them to come here again. And she cracks her knuckles. Uh, Shin walks up and, and plants his weapon. And slowly, others from the village start migrating over to your side. And most notably, the two older men who were standing on either side of Elder Hanabe sort of look to her bow to her, but then walk to you. And Hanabe sighs, so be it. It is often in the hearts of the young to heed the call of violence. I cannot stand in the way of that as much as I would want to. We have no choice. We have committed to this. We must do as these strangers say and prepare our village for an attack. You, she turns to Shin, Shin, you must go ahead, and you must warn the Jiao Yu. They have danger coming their way. And Shin looks surprised. But I, I want to stay and fight. I can stay and fight. I'm strong. And uh, she, like, puts her hand on his shoulder. Of course, oh, she is Shin. the strong old leader. She is obviously at eye level with the young male <laughs> fiery-eyed warrior. It is because you are strong that you must do this. You are the only one who can be relied upon to reach the Jiao Yu in time. You must leave now. If you do, at least they will be prepared for the worst. Those men will find them if we fail, and they do not deserve the violence that will be brought with it. And should they be the allies that I believe them to be, perhaps, perhaps they will help us. Shin looks 
furious and you can tell that there is a battle raging inside him he he's hungry for blood um but he has to decide whether or not he's going to protect his elder uh i think the only way to influence that one way or the other will be one of you talking to him um yeah well can i just talk to him yeah into his head yes you in fact can well heroes that's it for one shot this week but don't worry we'll be back next week with more tenra boncho zero in the meantime consider checking out noisy person cards the party game designed by myself and cat cool with contributing writers from many other people working on one shot npc has already funded and we've got just a week and a half to go if you'd like to secure your copy of Noisy Person Cards, head over to kickstarter.com and search for Noisy Person Cards or follow the link in the show notes. I want to take a quick moment to thank all of our podcasting friends for giving One Shot and Noisy Person Cards a shout out during our funding period. Thanks to Swords and Boards, the MFG Cast, System Mastery, the RPG Academy, the NPC Cast, Misdirected Mark, God's Fall, Fear the Boot, DM's Bach, Sword Nut Radio, Tabletop Superhighway, The Tome Show, Role Playing Public Radio, Dice Willing, Both and Banter, D20 Babes, and Dungeons and Randomness. I'm honored to be part of such a fantastic community of podcasters. As long as we're talking NPC, I want to thank everyone who came out to our New England playtest in Fall River, Massachusetts. And I want to give a special shout out to Ryan and Amy for hosting us during our stay. Guys, it was great to meet you. Thank you so much for supporting us. And while you're thinking of Kickstarters, be sure to check out the Akatacon 2016 Kickstarter, which is live now. Kat and I had so much fun meeting and playing games with people last year at Akatacon. We hope to be able to do it again this year. But to do that, we need your support. So if you're wondering a great game-focused convention that you can attend this year that will also feature both Cat Cool and myself, head over to Kickstarter and search for Akatacon. That's the convention being put on by the wonderful folks at the RPG Academy. Don't forget to catch me this Thursday on the One Shot Podcast Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg as I invite some friends to play Hearts Blazing. And while you're waiting for that to go up, you can head over to our Twitch channel to check out some of our archived episodes, including playthroughs of The Resistance and, hey, noisy person cards. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. If you're a listener who's looking for a new podcast, check out Roboism. Alex and Savannah discuss robots and feminism, but mostly robots. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. 
One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.